Shut up and take my money. Shut up and take my podcast. What am I saying? Hey, this is Billy West. Anybody there? And you're listening to comics, cartoons, and craft beer. Get that beer. And Eddie, craft serial beer. toucher. Hypnotize Jimmy, because that dude... Th- that was hilarious. Oh, that was when that he got yoked. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was... And my jaw was clenched. Terrible choice. It was oh, my terrible for the entire I was say, if you're trying to come down from something, why would you watch my cannon? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? My notes. You they take notes? I found a lot of trivia that I really like. Cool. That's my horse. Comics, cartoons, and craft beers. I'm Joe Weber. I'm John B. Croft. Guest spot today, return guest. VJ Preziosi. What's up, buddy? Welcome back. Comedian, you can see him in the New Jersey and New York area. Absolutely. How long, filming. You, how long have you been doing comedy, bud? Uh, Ten years. Shit. Yeah. Nice, dude. Damn. Yeah, man, I'm still... I'm still uh... Yeah, but you get, in, you get into Manhattan to do like a lot of rooms. Like Whether they're mics or not, I still, I still don't do that. You'd be doing stuff. Oh, I, have, I just have the freedom to do it. Yeah. I don't have you know as many restrictions. <laughs> Restriction. I'm sure what you'd be doing it just freedom? as much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Goddamn nine to fives. Why do I need to eat? Fuck it. Uh, dude, but you came on with a banger show. What are we talking about today? We're talking about Ed and Eddie, Ed baby. Ed and Eddie. Which I think I mentioned on that episode, actually. Uh, the last episode you were on? Yeah. yeah. I think I, I brought whistle. up Ed and Eddie at one point. I, I, st- <laughs> I thought today I'm either doing Ed and Eddie or Code Lyoko, and I'm like, I don't think anyone's seen Code Lyoko but me, so if Ed and Eddie If they haven't is. seen Code Lyoko, they got bigger problems. Okay? It's a tough sub. It's, it's a tough sub. It's, it's a, a weird art form, you know, the, the digital, what, and they go into this world. What country did that actually come from? Because France. It was France? France? Yeah. yeah that's, that's why it was weird. weird. Yeah. It's nicknamed uh, Franime. Mm-hmm. Franime. Yeah. Uh, now I like it. That's yeah. great. You sold it. Right Franime. Now. Next episode. Yeah. We'll have him back on tomorrow. Oh, boy. <laughs> it show appealed to my forehead fetish as a kid. Yeah, dude, those are monster <laughs> for it. Uh, the, because the they were so I, smart. That's why. They were like bobblehead dolls. Just all wandering <laughs> no longer We have to stop the formless, go. shapeless virus. It's like, oh, no, the virus got in. We got to hack it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is a teaser for a future episode I'm yeah, bound to return for. Fuck, that, that's the bumper for it. Oh, Right. Uh, we're talking about Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and we got uh, a good beer right now. Uh, beer Rundown. I actually went on a trip to Connecticut, and there was a guy named Jake behind the bar at Tribus Beer Co. that actually already follows us. So Hi, Jake. shout out, Jake. Thank you for the adult content beer. Uh, broke out a conversation with him because it's literally called adult content, and it's got the same font as Adult Swim. So points out for cartoon references in your everyday life. Well, I'd like this to congratulate Joe on getting our first somewhat of a sponsor. Yeah. He gave us beer <laughs> for the podcast. I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take so it. Uh, cheers to that, dude. Cheers. Uh, thanks, Jake. Hell yeah. And uh, as always, we're at a shared universe with Ming behind the ones and twos. What's up, buddy? Yeah, he's he's funny. Uh, what's up, guys? Welcome back. I missed you greatly. I missed you too, buddy. Listen yeah. to his voice. It's so clear and perfect for podcasting. I'm so <laughs> jealous, man. I got this cigarette shit. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I, I yeah, I got you the uh, was that Billy West introduction, which uh, oh, it's did. so good. You which, um, did. and then yeah, you, you guys disappeared, that? and I'm like, yeah. did I have, did, did that, was that it? <laughs> the curse of is Billy that, West is that like we got him, and that was like we're done. Yeah. But, okay, yeah. you guys will hear it. You guys will hear it at the beginning of an episode. Or and uh, there'll be more. I'm, be part of our intro. I'm, I'm friends with a lot of voice actors. Yes, we go. we go through manic and depressive phases with this podcast. I think we are in a little bit of a depressive phase, working yeah, our we, way out. Our first year, we pumped out 50 episodes. You know, we really hit the ground running. We can take a break for a year and get our shit together, and we'll come out flying in uh, 2023. Wait, is this a blaster from Han Solo? Yeah, it this is Han Solo's blaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, this, this might be the real one. But uh, back to Ed, Ed, and Eddie. The show was the one of the last shows that Cartoon Network popped out in the 90s. It came out January yep. 4th, 1999, yep. and ended 10 years later. Mm. Yeah, 2000. Went on a good run. Yeah. It was the longest running, uh, longest running show and the last show of the 90s to end on Cartoon Network. Um, and it's also the highest rated, which a lot of people don't like this show. Stands I the test of time. love this show. I, I did not know of anyone who did not like this show yeah. until before we started well, recording. Well, yeah, whenever I bring up this show, it, no one's ever... Uh, it's like, oh, crazy how many people I bumped into. It's, like, it's I, hate it. I don't know. It's yeah. wild. The music is funny. 
All the characters are yep. so honed in on their character and they're funny. That Rolf is hilarious. Rolf has just transcended himself. the show and become like pure meme territory. Yeah, he's oh like God. Brack on Space Ghost. He could have his own yes. show. Yeah. And I would watch the Rolf show. He's I'd like go a, back to the homeland, you know, or something. Yeah. like The Rolf show. He's like yeah. a mix of Brack and Zorak almost. Yeah, he's just and, wild crazy. And he's voiced by uh, the same voice actor as Goku in the original Dragon Ball. The Ocean mm. Dub, right? The Ocean Dub, because Ocean is the company that voiced this entire show. Uh, which is wild, but um, yeah, the, da- uh, Danny Antonucci did this whole show on, on a dare. dare, on a dare, on yeah. a fucking dare. He what was usually legend. making adult content, and they're very like, adult yeah, content. Yeah, it was for MTV. Yeah, and then uh, he actually sent it out to Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon, and Nickelodeon yeah. was like, "Give us creative control, and it's, we'll do it here." And he's like, "Go fuck yourselves!" Cartoon <laughs> Network already said yes. <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah, man. all he did was send out like uh, the 3D character sheets, like Give all the angles creative control. of the characters, oh, and sent it to both studios. And I mean, that makes sense though, because you look at their track record. Nickelodeon has definitely had a more um, hands-on approach yeah. with their production, whereas Cartoon Network is generally a little bit more lax. Like, hands around your throat, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I mean, that's you know whatever you pay for, that's fine. If you're into that. <laughs> and and Nickelodeon just creates like legendary, long-running, should have ended at fourteen. Yeah, that's another years. thing. Like, yeah. SpongeBob. Like SpongeBob, Fairly Odd Parents, all that stuff. Yeah. Whereas Cartoon Network has always cultivated. At least an the original creator is always. still involved with Fairly Odd Parents. Right. Steven exactly. Hellenberger's dead, and they're still dancing on his grave. I with know, SpongeBob. dude. I know so SpongeBob bad. is good. I know it is. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it's enough. But you were. We just said this before. You weren't kidding. He looks like fucking Fred Durst. Yeah, I'm He's telling you. He's a mix between oh, Fred wow. Durst and Eddie. He's got the cap and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, he looks ju- he looks just like Fred Dur- <laughs> Fred Durst and uh, I don't know a little bit like a hint of modern vanilla ice in there. Yeah. If you're just joining us, Danny Antonucci looks like Fred Durst with a little bit of vanilla ice. Yeah. You can see like a soul patch comes in. Yeah. Yep. There he is. He's Fred ripping Durst. off clean it's his right fault. away. Woodstock '99 went off the rails. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, it's so funny because they uh, he sent it. Uh, Danny Antonucci sent it over to Cartoon Network. And the woman that was in, uh, the VP of original animation that he pitched the whole show to literally had her name was Linda Semensky, and she had two friends growing up also named Linda. So she immediately bought the show. <sighs> immediately, like talk about the luckiest person you could have pitched this show to. Like that is perfect casting, timing, everything. It's so good. Just Linda, 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 Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Just oh. if I went to an office and there was three Lindas, I think I would go somewhere else. Oh yeah, just like the <laughs> step below three Karens, and you're just done. I, I feel like this is just like the HR department is expanding. Mm-hmm. I need to go go somewhere else. You meet someone, they're like, "Hi, I'm like Linda M." Like, yeah. nope. I feel like nope. a Lin- I feel like a Linda is a Karen in her thirties, early thirties. I feel like I feel like a Linda is a Karen that has evolved into like like Karen evolves into Linda like in when she gets like mid fifties sixties yeah like Lindas are worse on the scale I think so and then she peaks when she evolves in her seventies she evolves into a Mary Beth and then you're like oh fuck uh, it's over pre Karen is Becky right yes Becky. I actually I had a fucking Becky's. joke about Thank that <laughs> it never worked don't worry <laughs> <laughs> but you know you brought up something before about um Cartoon Network. Uh, their shows, I noticed that their shows, when they end, they leave you kind of wanting more. Whereas Nickelodeon's, you're like, oh fuck, why did it, yeah. why didn't you die already? Because like still going, like yeah, yeah like I, Teen Titans is a good example where that left you wanting so much more. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Or and, and and Eddie, I didn't necessarily want more, but it went off on like the perfect note. Like it's like I could take more, I could not take more. They mixed it up a little bit. I think season five is when they started going to school, to right? School, yeah. yeah, because they wanted the show to end after season four. Yeah, and the fans were like, "Fuck you, bring this back right now." So they were like, okay, we were summer this entire time. We're going to be fall. We're going to send them back to school. Get them out of the fucking cul-de-sac because we ran out of ideas. There's nothing left to do. We have to build a whole new setting. So they put them in school settings. They did a lot of random shit in the cul-de-sac. Yeah, they, they did. did. It was uh, it was like Phineas and Ferb pre-Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. With, yeah. Uh, There's the thing with a lot of cartoons back then where it's like kids just had like their own democracy. Like it was very like Codename Kids Next Door aired around the same time as Ed and Eddie. And it was very similar with the childlike technology. Oh, my God. I love their fucking tech Everything and all the acronyms. Oh, yeah, so and then also like recess had like a, a fucking like hierarchy in yeah. the playground. Yeah. They had a king. Yeah, Ed and Eddie's like uh, the like the suburban version of that. Like we're not gonna have a king, but we're just maybe we'll have a mayor. I don't know. Who is the mayor? Kevin. Probably Kevin. Kevin. Kevin's yeah. like I deputy. Mayor of the Cool. Town. Yeah. yeah. He's the dork police. 
Mm. Yeah, I would, I, I would give it to Rolf, but I, I don't want to give foreigners any jobs of authority in my country. <laughs> like Not in my arms. country, damn it, which is Canada. <laughs> they never tell you what country he's Rolf, from. Rolf it's definitely Bulk. some Balkan country. Yeah. yeah, It's definitely some Balkan country for I, sure. He's I, like Eastern <laughs> European. They, they have him do a meal that he does a meal for them, and it's mm. like a bunch of squid and raw fish and then a gigantic sausage. <laughs> so I feel like they wanted it to be ambiguous. Ed, they Ed, don't want you to Ed know. Ed wore like, the squid on his face in the eye. Yeah. Yeah, the eyes, squid. It it's like Serbia, to China. So that's where Rolf's yeah. from. <laughs> and the, the, that the, one the whole with Japan, where, I, like <laughs> that one whole episode where he's like homesick, so they do all the customs and everything. That's my horse. Like that's Wait, a fucking I wish, great wish you were episode. Ed. Mm, yep, that's, that's a, a great episode. Season I forgot two. that one. That's my horse. And then he's just slapping, beating the shit out of each other. Uh, 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 and he kind of strolls. That's back my up. horse is one of the greatest songs to come out of a cartoon. Yeah. It's just Ed, Ed double D blowing on the jug. Three words over and over. And then all this music comes out of nowhere, and he's just yeah. Please, the best song to come out of a cartoon is "My Best Friend Plank." Oh, <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Best friend. Plank. I just watched the music. You can unlock the. Uh, so I brought in uh, the video game Misadventures. It's mm-hmm. not very good, but it's entertaining. But uh, you can unlock the uh, uh, My Best Friend Plank music video, and, yeah. and you best believe I was watching that before I came here because it is so fucking hilarious. How like artistically they shot it. Like it is literally built like a fucking 1990s Hallmark commercial. <laughs> like these fucking crossfades and blurs and all this I shit. I need to see it now. I haven't seen that. God damn. By the um, way, I'm just realizing Danny Infinucci's middle name is Edward. Hmm, the Eds. Oh, shit. Fucking came that from. makes sense. Just noticed. All the trivia I have on this little sheet in front of me for my like random anecdotes. Ed is his middle fucking name. Well, I, I, I got the hint that this guy uh, started off with adult stuff because the first episode is, well, one one of the characters is named Double D. I mean, yeah. come the fuck on. But also, the first episode is about a serial toucher. Yep. Mm. And Eddie literally announces there's a serial toucher on the loose. Dude, they, they basically waterboarded Plank in that. Oh, room. yeah, they absolutely did. They waterboarded Plank because and tortured Johnny. Because it's an inanimate object. They can show that. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. But, but they're still technically torturing Johnny, too. It's like psychological yeah. warfare. <laughs> And his voice kept getting higher. He's like, all right, I gotta go to the bathroom. And his, his eyes literally filled up with yeah. like liquid. Yep. Plausible deniability. Like, dude, <laughs> That's all you need. The sound effects in this show are amazing. Yeah. This show was such a good mix of like slapstick and like just tightly written dialogue. Yeah. They purposely left the backgrounds completely bare and yes. like blocking and everything so that you focus on it's the It's like animals. the outlines and some colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and they, and it, it it's actually the last major hand-drawn cartoon that existed mm-hmm. because they just hand-drew everything and they did the cells over and over again and overlapped them. And that's where the, the boiling lines, as they call them, came from because it's the same cells just overlapped over and over and over again but the lines are never the same just the position of the character so it's just oh, yeah, you can see with the clouds wiggle. right there yeah the exactly they're just kind of swoopy no no I'm talking about the uh, outlines on the characters how they like wiggled all the time oh that's from that because he's like fuck this I don't want any like automated anything it's he, all hand he even made it I think in season 5 is when they switched over to digital animation yeah. but he even made it a point with the digital to replicate Rep- the boiling line so it still looked like it was shimmering like the color mm-hmm. palette was different a little bit but it was also like that's when they started going to school it was fall yeah. so it kind of made sense with the colors faded. yeah it was a little bit darker so it kind of made sense and richer yeah and I noticed yeah. that uh I think in season, I think it was season five that the backgrounds they tended to be a little bit more colored in. Mm-hmm. I think there was just a stylistic change, which you know some people would say maybe that's where the show lost some of them. But I feel like that's just doing really, a new idea. Yeah. A new idea. It, you're not wrong. I didn't watch a whole lot of the episodes that when they went to school because I, I I think I grew out of it and didn't even realize that it was back. Yeah, when we were going back to school. But, uh, it's just so hard to come across like a true blue cartoon. Right. Like, this it, is just a straightforward, make you laugh cartoon. Zero Strong continuity. characters. You know? Yeah, no no continuity. They had like two mini episodes per episode. Yeah. yeah. So it was yep. like it was like early Looney Tunes type. I was just exactly. about, it felt, even with the title cards, like the mm-hmm. title cards had like that really uh, graphic, graphic artwork. And they just shoehorn Ed yep. into every title. You yeah. Know? Like... I was still waiting for one episode, just a clockwork Edward or some shit like that, just because I wanted to see that. There a is, clockwork Edward. There is one band episode that he talked about one time in an interview, and it was called Special Ed. No. <laughs> no, they knew it wasn't going to get aired. And, and it's not. it wasn't really canceled for 90s? that reason so much, but he said it. the episode was too real, so they buried it. 
And were, I want to know were they like real confused about how. Ed? Like how smart he I, is I probably. Yeah, I mean, he he might be a secret genius. He's a savant in so many ways. He's also the strongest human on the planet. Yeah, uh, him or Rolf, one of them. I feel like a showdown between Rolf, like ready and and just like feeling his homeland in his heart, versus Ed with a rock in his shoe. It that is, yeah, that is Goku versus Frieza right yeah, there. hundred <laughs> percent. Rolf and Ed are the two strongest in the whole. Yeah, absolutely. Ed, Ed, Ed universe. And I would probably except maybe hypnotize Jimmy because that dude. Threw that was hilarious. Oh, Right when that he got was, yoked, yeah. I, yep. I forgot about. I love that. that hypnotizing somebody suddenly changes their physical mm-hmm. characteristic. Like mm-hmm. suddenly Sarah's tongue is long enough to get flies from like three feet in the air. What was the, what was the fucking thing? Ed was <laughs> Ed was hypnotizing somebody, and he was like, "Float like a bat, like while you sprout the wings of Rolf, an, like it was so fucking." He, Rolf, he kept changing it. He's like, "Turn into a zombie," and then like <laughs> right when Eddie's like at his like. Wits end being beat up by Rolf all of a sudden Rolf starts charging at him like a zombie and it's actually almost legitimately terrifying because they draw it from a a lower angle and Rolf's got like these <laughs> vacant blank eyes. Oh my god! Look into my Eds is the name of the yes. Episode. That's I think that's actually on my list. It's <laughs> such a good one, dude. Just with that thing and it doesn't work on the Canker Sister because her hair's in the way and oh that's how they lose the episode. Well, also it's you just so can't good. you just can't uh, teach white trash to not be white trash. It's yeah. just not possible. <laughs> I love that they're the antagonists to the Eds because the Eds are like young and they don't like girls yet. Right. So like the Kanker's like, Except oh, they're Nas. Nah, Nas. Yeah, Nas. loves her, and she yeah. only ever really showed interest in Double D. Yeah. Double D mm-hmm. pulled for whatever reason. He had his match of a Kanker. I think there's another point where they like the other Kanker likes him too, and then Nas shows some affection to him. And like, Sarah. Times. One episode, Sarah. Has oh Sarah yeah, has Sarah's in love with him at the beginning. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I found it out. He asks uh, Rolf to be a man-eating noodle, a bat, and a mindless zombie. <laughs> All of which attack Eddie exclusively. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking great. That that episode has one All of my f- favorite gags, where they make a bus out of cardboard. It's just like a a cardboard box with like windows mm-hmm. cut in it, and it's in a, on a a. a like one of those red wagons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ed's pulling it like a horse, but then they go downhill and Ed loses control. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it says runaway bus full of children going down a hill. And the Eds just jump the fuck off and let <laughs> everybody else eat it. Yeah. <laughs> and because so the lack of continuity, no one addresses it later on when no. Ed, they just talk to them. And they're just like, oh, hey, Eddie, what's up? Like, <laughs> remember that time you threw me down a fucking hill and crippled me? <laughs> Oh, you guys! Uh, I don't they, know. This just, they, they, just there's only around. one adult they ever show in the entire thing, and it's Eddie's older brother. That yeah, piece and it's of shit. Yeah, and it's only in the TV movie, right? Which was a great ending. I liked yeah. it a lot. B- it was Ed's wholesome. Big picture show. I don't remember a whole lot about it, but I, I remember liking it a lot when I watched it. Yeah, I remember hating Eddie's brother a significant amount. Oh yeah, but a- um, every kid in the cul-de-sac comes together at the end of that mm. to tell Eddie's brother he's. A Jerk and Eddie shouldn't Eddie shouldn't care as they should and that's fucking wholesome yeah like that is sweet for kids you know like, and because especially because Eddie's like probably the worst Ed out of the maybe even yeah, the worst scum. character he's well, like you can see scum. the number you know he, it's he fucked him up he's he's their Cartman like he's a he's like a, he really is the Cartman the dick. yeah, Holy yeah. Shit. he's like an he's like a seventies Jack Nicholson sh- just running shit. around a cul de sac. Tor- tormenting the everybody with these like schemes. He's where's this? Wants a quarter. He <laughs> he loves jazz music. His fucking bedroom looks like a seventies Playboy, seventies yeah, yeah, porn that's, house. Like that's where he lives. The, he wears a like a, a cheetah print ball. speedo <laughs> and shit. He slicks his hair back. He wears the sunglasses. He's fucking a little Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Double D is just like a stereotypical neurotic Jew. I'll say the same thing you said on the last time. You said, holy shit, I, I must be John F. Kennedy because you just blew my fucking mind. I can't believe you remember that. that was, yeah, it was a golden moment on this See, this is why you guys got to keep posting reels. I just remember I made this a reel, and reels get a great. lot of follows. I know. We're working on it. We're F- working on it. Follow my lead. In the, wor- <laughs> in the words of Bobby Kennedy, I know a shortcut. We, we might. <laughs> All right. Fuck. We might be out Bobby Kennedy hit it. Soon. Uh, uh, wait, wait. What did it say? Uh... Sonny Bono hit a tree, so did Robert Kennedy. Anyway, um, so can we talk about the edit where they make Ed cool? 
Oh Swiggy yeah. Swag, what's in the bag? Yeah, dude. And they slick hair like, yeah, into like a side, okay. like, like a dead part in the middle. He just says a bunch of shit, and they're like, "Wow, Eddie, we're so, so cool." So they put cool, him in a suit, and then becomes a monster. They just they put him in. They turn him into uh, that one episode. They turn him into every '90s like sports movie protagonist. Yeah. Like he's the main character in that movie, Rad. Uh, or airborne, even. Wait, so the, uh, a, a buddy comedian I've worked with, uh, Mike Cannon, actually named his uh, son I know, Mike. Crew. Dude, he named his son Crew. What an absolute fucking Crew. Legend. Crew. Great. And then uh, for his birthday one year, the, uh, his wife got him a cameo from the guy that played Crew. That's fucking legendary. <laughs> uh, Cannon's great people. I want him on this show. I don't know if he even has a favorite cartoon. I still got to uh, see his special. Dude, he's got one of the best comedy specials. If you have a chance, uh, it's a 420 special where he eats a ton of edibles and does uh, nothing, does but, nothing crowd but crowd work. My yeah. biggest fear is being high on stage and having to talk to people. Even beyond uh, that, just his other two specials, I think it just kicked in. It's such a fucking good special. Dude, we tripped balls and watched Life Begins, and it was amazing. Uh, right at, immediately after watching The Room, so mm. we had to offset. Oh, dude, it was my jaw was clenched. Terrible choice. It was, it was my jaw was clenched choice. for the entire. I was say, if you're trying to come down from something, why would you watch Mike Cannon? Because <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a terrible idea. Yeah. His opening joke is how like weed smokers and alcoholics are the best comedy audience because you can't have a cocaine audience because they won't laugh. They'll just go, "That's funny," and just like fucking eyes as wide as hell. It's Start, amazing. Thought, list yeah, of reasons a, why. I think it's said funny. it was like a, a weed audience is like, huh, I appreciate that attitude. I see what you did there. You me down this way, then you came around the other side. <laughs> Fuck, shout out Mike Cannon. Yeah, seriously, he's a um, comic. Dude, what other episodes? The Breaking the Fourth Wall episode. Okay, we that's have to my, talk about That's this. my favorite episode. My A plus number one. One plus one equals Ed. Yes. Dude, they do everything in that. They uh, Rolf has three heads for whatever reason when they go into the static of the universe. Um, Eddie be, ends up behind a house hitting his head on some shit. Uh, he like messes with the chimney of the one house. Right. He, he just like the puts his hand suit. back and like messes with. It. Yeah, exactly. Like they rip Jimmy's line off because no, they pull a thread on his sweater and it turns out the thread was actually his fucking outline. outline. They pull it right off him and then he just liquefies into the fucking sewer grate. He what did he do? He 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 turns into liquid and mm -hmm. then just flows down the sewer. Exactly, and yep. he has like some kind of uh, like last. I can't remember the last words. Oh, but... the humanity or something, right? Like <laughs> you torment me. <laughs> Wait, he has like an iconic line. Why must you torment me? Oh, I can't remember. God. Jimmy's he's, so great. He, I love their, Jimmy. He's their butters. He, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. The South, South Park parking. references, man. Yeah, he's he's their butters. Like, hey, I'm gonna flip you like an omelet. It's you, something you could, Butters would say. You could legitimately like write a book on how every show is actually just South Park. I mean, think about Plank's relationship day. with uh, with or Johnny and Plank's relationship. It's very much Mr. like Hat. Mr. Hat, and Mr. Garrison, <laughs> really to is. the point where you don't know whether Plank's sentient or not. I mean, one of my favorite gags in the ep in uh, the show is when Double D is wrestling Plank, and oh, Plank, yeah, Plank is Plank legitimately his kicking his ass. <laughs> like, oh, Eddie, help me! He just, just bouncing off the yeah. ropes and just perfect. Oh yeah. He's just doing the clothesline off the rope. Yeah, exactly. Or when uh, they were like, <laughs> I think they're strapped to like a cart in one episode, and they're like, wait, what happened to Plank? And all of a sudden, Plank's in front of the switch, and he just falls over and hits the switch and sends him down. Like, It's like Mr. Hat and Mr. Garrison. There's like a low-key level of sentience there. There's one episode where... Um they're just in Johnny's wall. They just like poke out of Johnny's wall. It's like, hey, Johnny. And they start telling him a bedtime story. But, but before that, Plank's like, they're stuck in it. Yeah. Johnny says, Plank says, we're going to call the cops if you don't get out. <laughs> it's just like, Johnny, What's would, that, Plank? Johnny would never say that. <laughs> this is so great. It came out of Plank. You know? what, is, what, is the, what is Johnny's superhero alter ego? Oh, the, fuck. the melon? Fuck. Me melon head? Oh, maybe. Melon is it Melonhead? Is it Melonhead? Yeah, I think so. I think it's Melonhead. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Melonhead, I think they call Kevin Shovelton at one point. Well, yeah, that's true. But because Johnny's head is so fucking big, he gets stuck in a tree the one time. Yeah, like his forked branch just catches yeah. nothing but the meat of his <laughs> and head. And he's just cracking and he's just jokes the whole time. Fucking thing. He's like fine and he doesn't care. He's like, care. Plank, go get help. And Plank goes all of three feet. And that's it. <laughs> and it's amazing. He oh, throws it's so him. funny. It's classic 
Canadian humor. Canadian humor's got like this weird like uh, middle ground between like wit and just absurdity. It's not quite as dry as British, but it's got some dryness yeah. to it, yeah. it. It's got it's got like the the wackiness of American humor, but more in a clever way, like British humor. It's mm. like a perfect like middle ground. Yeah, Captain Melonhead doesn't yeah. have to smash you over the head with it like over here. Captain Melonhead was his uh, and and his uh, sidekick. Sidekick Splinter the Wonderwood. Splinter. <laughs> Oh, and wait. Then his there, enemy is Professor Scam. I'm that, sure that's that reminds me of I thought it'd be Gallagher. <laughs> what? Oh, rest Ripped in peace. to a real one. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, point one, Captain Mel- Melonhead, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <It> cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so, so they're on a cruise one time, and uh, 88 Fingers Eddie can play. Oh, my God. What is, yes. this, this, what is it? The sitar? It, it, I forget what instrument the guitar. it is. It, it, no, no, not it's a like guitar. A, it's um, like a stringed, standing I don't guitar, know, I don't... harpsichord? I don't know what it is. But he plays You're it. You're the musician. You he, should know everything musical. You. But he plays it like... <laughs> Beautifully to the point where the other characters stop what they're doing and they're just like, "What?" And you could tell like his parents made him practice every day and he hates it. Oh, because he's just fucking bored as hell. Playing with his toes. He's playing with his toes, reading a magazine, and everyone's just like, "I hate this." Ed's head drops down. His hat falls on Johnny's head. It's just great. (laughs) This is what happens. So good. This is the next step when the cello lessons don't take. You go (laughs) down to the standing guitar or whatever. That that solo that's playing the whole time is so gripping. It's just crazy. It reminds (laughs) me of uh, a pet. Steel guitar, that's what it was. Okay. Um, dude, it reminded me kind of like how SpongeBob music is. It's just that. He's like, this instrument's so annoying. I hate the sound of this thing. Shredding, shredding, shredding. It's just one of those instruments that's got like a lot of reverb and like funky tones to it. It definitely did sound like a SpongeBob sound. I'm gonna cut it in just around. Oh, for sure. It's so good. It's so good. But dude, uh, with the scams that they fucking did all the time that Eddie came up with. The Honestly, he's a genius cooked. for some of these things. Oh, he yeah. had a taco stand, one of my favorite scenes That's, in the entire yeah. fucking show. It was the tacos shells were made out of paper plates. <laughs> yep. And all of the shit that was shaved onto it were just shaved. I remember crayons. that episode. It was like it was like a detective episode where they're trying to figure out how something happened and it turned out cuz everyone got sick from their fucking tacos. No, I, no I, I don't remember that. I know they put the hot sauce on it. Uh, one of my favorite, and that things. is one of my favorite fucking things ever because it's just like they they all try the hot sauce. Uh, Eddie, uh, no, Double D eats a crayon, hates it, chugs this hot sauce that Eddie bragged about, and then everybody tries it. Like Ed is just housing the tacos covered in this hot sauce, and Eddie's like, I thought this was a gut a gut burner. Tries it and then sees Ed, uh, Double D just like dying, spewing steam. And then he turns over to Ed and he just goes, Hi, Eddie. Meanwhile, his entire head is, <laughs> is just a burnt out matchstick. <laughs> Dude, it is my favorite scene in the whole fucking that show. And it, the, best, the, the best fucking cherry on top is when they all put their mouths on the sprinkler. And because it's a moving sprinkler, yes! it keeps flipping the on sound of, Wait, the sound effects that kept happening during that scene? It was like sound. Samurai, like, hoodah, 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 like the whole fucking time back and forth. God. The, the, oh, it's the so sa- good. Some of the sound the effects they do are so fucking random. Like when Eddie has the volcano on his head and mm-hmm. he's like about to like punish Double D before mm-hmm. he like just throws his head down with the volcano. There's like this, like, yeah, the sumo sound of like, and then it just fucking he does. It. It's like, you didn't need Every to do that. Every time somebody's about to be hit by something, it was some kind of karate like, type. Just play like, up the goofiness. Wow, like it was amazing. I fucking love this show and all the little things that they did throughout it just to make it so different from everything. That boiling line was an artistic choice to make it stand out from every other cartoon that exists. And it's I, so good. I think that's why I watched it so much when I was a kid because um, I had really bad ADHD even yeah. as a kid and it's just constant motion. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not able even as Kept an adult. Attention. Yeah, even as an adult I'm not able to focus on things super well but what, I've been rewatching a couple of the episodes and they've held my attention the whole time even though, yeah. like, I'm not, like, you know, their first season, it's not, they didn't found their footing yet, so they're not, like, uh, as good as they get later. But I'm still paying attention to the whole thing because I can't take my eyes off the animation. Cartoon Adderall. Cartoon Adderall. <laughs> Name I, of the episode. I just, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get behind that. I'll support that. Um, Dude, it's it's such a good I love show. every one of the ads for different reasons. Yeah. And I see myself in them for different reasons. I, I you know, like, just Ed... 
and his lovable just his love of life. He's so wholesome. And he's wholesome and he's yoked and he doesn't make a big deal out of anything, mm-hmm. you know. I'm double, mixed. He, he went D. he went to he went to help somebody and went to like put down an entire sidewalk slab. It falls dead on his feet and they everybody's just looking at him to make sure he's okay. He's he just stands face. there. He just stands there stone faced like <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm too stupid to react. I don't know what to do. He just stands stone faced, just like. And the next thing you see is him walking on his fucking uh, hands while his feet are bandaged. He's like, "I'll be fine after about four minutes." Like something referencing to the cu- the commercial they were about to cut to. It was fucking brilliant. Even in the video game, he's the best character to use because oh, he's got sure. he's got the best like special move. He's got the he's the strongest one, yep. and he's one of my favorite. He's got he's a great source of uh, visual gags like the visual gag of him eating his mattress in the one <laughs> that episode. That is amazing. And Double D's just mortified. <laughs> he's just standing there and he's mortified. like, Ed? Like, <laughs> Wait. They stole his. They stole his staircase. Yeah, they so did. he when couldn't they leave the up, basement. So leave. I can't leave the basement because I am grounded, and that's they get, disturbing. They get him and outside, like, and he has a full panic attack. I am not allowed to be outside. I am grounded. And even that, like, even even just some regular lines, just like uh, when he breaks into Eddie's house, he's like, Ed, "Ed, what are you doing in my bed? I've just been thinking, Eddie. How can my feet smell? They don't, they don't even have a nose. nose. Yeah, <laughs> they just." And he stay he stays asking all those like hu- like those existential crisis moment questions like do I when I shut the fridge is the light gone uh, and then it, the, for four seconds hello light hello, hello light, light. Of, hello light we we touched on this before the episode where he has a pebble in his shoe one of my favorite out of context lines when they're trying to cheer him up and Ed just goes you torment me yeah. <laughs> like fucking what. This show had like oddly like poetic dialogue at like weird points where they would ask like characters would say like vocabulary that's like this is above my reading level show. Mm-hmm. That yeah. Ed had a lot Especially of those. Double D, yeah. Double D had so many of those because he was a fucking genius. Mm. But or even Ed, Ed would just pop out of it's nowhere. Poignant with, stuff with Ed. Ex- yeah, it was like, like make you think. It was a, a realization bit, like. of the world around him because he was like, "Oh no, Sarah will tell mom, and, mo- and mom will tell dad, and dad will say, not now. I just got home.' <laughs> like it's just little shit like that." And he's still worried about it. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, so good. I, I love Ed, even though he's clearly Albanian. I mean, the flathead, the unibrow, the fact that he... he st- uh, Sarah's not his uh, sister. That is Liam Neeson's daughter from Taking. She has <laughs> red hair. She's Irish. He kidnapped her. There's a really secret subplot in this show. They use his head as a shovel. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there was a scene in the show, I don't know why I just kicked in, but Ed was definitely, like, walking with his eyebrow. His eyebrow, like... <laughs> Pulled yeah. him forward, like yeah. grabbed the ground, pulled him forward, Just grabbed the goofy. ground, pulled him forward like an inchworm. It was so good. This show is brilliant for no reason. Well, I just love I love when he's doing something ridiculous and the other characters are just deadpan. Yeah. Like yeah. it just it just points out how ridiculous the universe is. And he does it all for the chickens. Just, I, <laughs> I think the show did a good job with the deadpan humor too, because like when you have like wacky shit, it's Kind of hard to go with like a straight man necessarily. Right, double D, yeah. but like double <laughs> D, so double D is like such a a neurotic straight man that it, it it almost becomes absurd how straight man he's being. Exactly. Yeah. So the contrast is like so fucking like huge that it's, it's just, just goofy, cartoonish. Ex- exactly. So it makes you laugh even harder. <laughs> like literally, just the line like uh, my parents took away the stairs because I'm grounded, and Double D just going, "That's, That's disturbing." disturbing. <laughs> like you know. Like you read that in a script to me, I'd be like, "Not funny." Then I hear you see it in context and all, all that shit. Just like the staircase is missing, and, and Double D's face like yeah. just sinks. He, he had the label maker for everything in his room, oh, including yeah. Jim. The sticky notes. Yep. J- oh, the sticky notes is a whole J- fucking Jim the episode. cactus. Jim the cactus rip to a real. Wait, one. yeah, he ate Jim. Fucking Ed, sleepwalking. Ed, Ed, Ed Jim bit him off. Oh man! But the, the and he said, "You're eating Jim." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's a, Is that when he said crunchy yet tart? No, that was uh, when he was talking about the crayons for the, the cheese for fucking uh, the tacos. Crunchy I, yet tart. See, I, I, I remember that episode from when I was a kid. I, I, that's not one I got back to because I've been rewatching it the last like uh, couple of days since we told you w- w- this was the show we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly short notice. I plan on going through the whole series. I think I got through season 
I think I'm up to season. I'm two. going off pure memory, and everything we're doing is awakening it. So that's uh, that's the theme of the show. We did it to KP a million times with GI Joe. It's just how it works. So I'm just rolling. But dude, there was uh, the whole episode where uh, my, one of my favorites because it's so fucking creepy when they turn Ed into a monster. That is so fucking. I funny. love that episode. That he got, is... turns into the tentacle monster that just starts gooing people. He he eats a ton of like cereal and barfs it on people to create a cocoon on the wall. It is so alien inspired. And it is so good. He reads all those comic books. Yeah. Yeah, Evil he's Tim. a huge nerd. And they yeah. it into that monster and it's so good. Ed's way into sci-fi, horror, and yeah. uh, you know, all kinds the of one, stuff like that. The one episode where he wa- tr- tries to watch Zombies. the monster movie episode, the yeah. uh, marathon, and they can't get a working TV for whatever reason until they get to Rolf's and it's an inch wide TV. <laughs> and then he's this TV for Ed! Good <laughs> Ed is a is a mentally challenged guy who is into sci-fi and horror. Uh, he wants sure, something. He you wants sure something. his name isn't Daniel Caprio? Uh, <laughs> shout out, utterly ridiculous on I, YouTube. I, I love that guy. <laughs> we had him on with Liam uh, mm-hmm. when they had Foul Housemates podcast. I'm sure that was a six-hour episode. What did we do? No, he didn't we have did any lists. Robocop and Ralph Bakshi. For the two of them, Ralph Bakshi was American a good pick. Pop. Robocop made me want to tear my hair out. It really did, but it was Robocop. a great fucking episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Daniel Caprio, yeah, done. at some point he had to say, "Now, just for the record, I like the show." <laughs> and if you have to say that about a, you know, fuck, it was it so was bad. really bad. It was really, really <laughs> so bad. bad. For the record, I don't like the show. I wonder what he would think of Ed and Eddie. Actually, if it'd be uh, something he would like Let's as a kid. Call him. Yeah. <laughs> Laughing Not now with a super friend. (laughs) (laughs) She's much more than the average friend. She's a melon head. I'm gonna make it this sauce. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be a damned if I let this sauce burn. All right. God damn, I love that. What was the name of the Captain Hat character that he did the one time at Brighton? I don't remember. It was just it was just a uh, drunken Irish sea captain. He didn't have no. He didn't have a name. It was so good. Wait, wait. What's the one that Vin Burr does where he's? American. He has like the speedo. He just wore a speedo to uh, nip something and tuck. buck. I can't remember. Fuck. Emphasis on tuck that day. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just rhymed for body confidence. No man. reason, and I'm so proud of you both. We did we rhyme? You what said are you, my dad. <laughs> I am proud of you. I'm proud turning, of you. He's gonna turn into an Ed and Eddie rap song now. Which. Yeah, I, I can't whistle the theme song, can you? No, I can't whistle I can't either. whistle. None of us can whistle, and we decided to do this show. Oh, I piped it in just now. Anyway. Danny Antonucci can whistle. He, that's actually him whistling. That's him that whistling? Yeah, it's him whistling. That's, that's him so whistling good. with, it's... like, careless love. Of, yeah. I, that guy's just whistling. And, I, I yeah. love that. And they, It's he, such a down-from-the-heart show, you know? Like, Danny Antonucci made this shit. He, he had the theme song so going good. before the pitch. He played yeah. it during the pitch. Oh, I love it. This is the feeling. Go I think it's inspired that, by like Chuck Berry. That's great. Or something. I think that translates like when you have a, a creator who really loves what they're doing, it translates into the final oh, product. Mm-hmm. Because you look at say like I think we mentioned Family Guy and like SpongeBob. It's like you watch it now, yeah. and it's like it just feels so phoned it's in, separate from like Ed, 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 Ed. There's not a single episode of Ed, Ed and Eddie where I watched it and I was like, this just feels like autopilot. The show has heart. Danny man. hated this. Yeah, I never thought that. You know, there's a tons of time where like Seth MacFarlane fucking hated an episode of Family Guy. Um, but I dude, think Family Guy holds up better than Spongebob, new Spongebob. Well, newer seasons of Family Guy, they brought a lot of the original, like, first couple seasons writers back. Yeah. So it's, like, hitting all the same notes, I hope. Anyway. And this, the whole time, they're also doing American Dad, which is my go-to show. It's my go-to so show. So Love that show. Well, I think Seth MacFarlane's more involved with American Dad than... Yeah, uh, yeah he's got more creative freedom on that yeah. one, especially because it's not so much on Fox. And he has anymore. a co-creator. It's, a one. it's not all on Seth. Yeah, I think it's 100% TBS now, so he can just do whatever the fuck they want. His turn of broadcast doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, this... this Shout out TBS. Yeah, well, <laughs> let, him, let him do the thing. That's why this was so good, because they had no, he had all creative freedom. There's mm-hmm. not an episode you feel that he fucking hated doing it. No, like, is there any least favorite episodes you guys have though? Nah, uh, there's B episodes. There's, there's a couple, there's B, a couple like episodes. When, there's one where Ed, like they go through Ed's plan and it never like comes to fruition and it drove me fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, and there's another one where the Eds aren't even in it the entire time and it's a little on the creepy side. There's like a whole city setup, <laughs> or no, it's like a whole jungle setup. 
and Kevin is losing his mind. He's like, no, it's a prank. And it's like a real deep episode, but like the Eds aren't even, excuse me, beer podcast, I'm burping up foam. But it's like the um, Eds have got, they've gotten to Kevin psychologically. Yeah, which and is kind of hilarious. so fucking obsessed they with keep doing it to calling him too. dorks and messing the every, plans up. Every you know? Kev- Kevin-centric episode is him losing his fucking mind. They, they made a the bet episode. with him in one episode how long can you go without calling them dorks? Mm. And he almost fucking explodes. <laughs> he almost <laughs> dies, dude. Like, Kevin can't exist without the Eds. No. If he didn't have the Eds, he would just be driving his bike around like looking for someone to call a dork. And it's his and fault. And it'd be no one. And it's his <laughs> fault that I know that a dork is a whale's penis. So let's be real. I mean, speaking of penises, asking Kevin not to say dork, it's like asking Andrew Cuomo not to sexually harass his co-workers. Hey. Mm. Every time I drive over that bu- that bridge, I feel a little molesty. <laughs> uh, Every time I get on the subway, I am molested. <laughs> and I'm not giving out any money. That, that, I, that took me a second to... Sorry. Okay, I get it now. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, yeah, no. I, this show has so many like iconic episodes, too. Like well, the first episode when they meet the cankers. Mm. Can I talk about... Oh, they go through like the entire fucking every stage of a panic. Well played. Yeah, panic, panic <laughs> choke on that one. But they go through every stage um, of like a bad relationship within like four 30, seconds. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're just in their trailer. They and then they make them the sandwiches. It's like you don't like our sandwiches. Can we talk about those burgers for a second though? Because oh. they look fucking delicious. He was like sipping them through a straw. Yeah, they're juicy ass burgers. I want one. And they're eating them. And he literally pulls like a gear out, and he's like, "Fuck it, just chucks great. it." Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, they're watching that TV show with the fish and everything. Yeah. Fish, yeah. Wait, random trivia: Fucking Danny Anatucci's son made that whole fucking it. thing. See, I love why that is it so? Shit. Why is it just such a heartfelt show? Because everything he put is like, everything he wanted to in it, man. It's his magnum opus for a reason. Fucking heartfelt show about kids around a neighborhood, mm-hmm. all interact. Peach Creek. And what about the name of the town they live in? Yes. Uh, and um, oh, fuck, what's the name of the uh, the avenue? It's uh, uh oh, is there an actual uh, name for the street? Yes, uh, Rethink Avenue. Rethink. Rethink Avenue. Something they never fucking did when they were making their scams because they all torched themselves. Rethink Avenue. That mm-hmm. is the weirdest. What? Mm-hmm. You know where Thomas the Tank Engine lived? Mm-hmm. The island of Sodor. Oh. The island of Sodor. Sounds straight you know, out of the Rings. Wondering. And Ringo was was the narrator for that. Ringo. Ringo Starr. Wow. Yeah. There's a there's they a had Ringo uh, Starr and George Carlin trade off as conductor and uh, in that uh, you mentioned that episode where they were stuck in the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, at one point Johnny's like, Oh, I want this and this and this, and it's like four reference to Beatles songs. Yeah, I want I want Maxwell's silver hammer and to have an octopus's garden yes! and all Dude! this fucking Beatles shit. It's, it's just so like what the fuck funny. did he do? Just... No kid's gonna get that he exactly he just like pipe just... But he knew to throw in shit just for the parents it, that were gonna get to it. It was like this. a ten second muttering of yep. all this Beatles references and then just on to the next thing. <laughs> it's great. It's so good. See, so she had a good balance of like shit for adults and kids. It definitely leaned more towards like stuff for kids. But there was like still things like as an adult, I remember watching the beach episode. Mm. Like great when I one. when yeah, I was trying to get I, a good spot. Yeah, uh, I think I was the like shade. I think I was like 20 or something, and just watching them try to just get a spot, I'm like, why am I laughing hysterically at this? I should be too... And just uh, the other day when I was watching the fucking... When they abandoned the kids on the bus going down the fucking hill, I'm fucking almost 30. I'm howling in my bedroom because I'm just thinking of the cruelty to children in this moment. My favorite... My, the thing that makes me laugh the most about this show, I think, is when they go into the city and... They go into the city and Plank is like overtaken by the city vibes. Yes, and just dude. hops into a hot rod and just takes off. And Jimmy's and like, Jimmy's "No, mortified. the city's Johnny, got to." Johnny's I'm mortified like, by this dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, just no. He's like, like Plank has a. He's coke got the rabbit's it. foot on the <laughs> antenna of like a soapbox derby car, and he's just racing through the fucking What's cardboard that, Plank? city. What's an NFT? <laughs> <laughs> They made a cardboard city. Oh my god, they were giving Kevin that tattoo, and Kevin's like, it's a cool skull, right? And it's like fucking corn on the cob. Like, <laughs> uh, I about and he's that. drawing it with a fucking sharpie. Oh wait, oh wait, 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 wait oh, no, there's another one. Uh, the, the whitest Yakuza member ever. <laughs> <laughs> he's got corn. Just a whole corn skin of corn on his back. <laughs> Every time he kills someone, one of those kettles pops. Dude, the Eds are the reason Jimmy has braces because they told oh, him that yeah. a bowling pin was some kind of 
corn. No, they flash, green, they flash back to them I making food, and it's like a bowling it's pin some, and something. It's a bowling pin. He bites down, and he needs braces for the rest of his fucking life. They also, in one episode, they try to give Johnny a friend, and they end up psychologically torturing him because they draw eyes in, like, a face and, like, everything in, I think, Eddie's house, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Johnny feels like he's being, like, approached by all these strangers he's at a like, Oh, my God, yeah, because yeah. he had a, No, because he had a fight with Plank. That's what it was. They're trying to get a new friend for Johnny, and they throw him a party, and it's just all these ridiculous shots of the faces looming on him and the laughter in the background. And then wait, and then at the towards the end of the episode, it's like a mixer the whole time. So Plank's there too. So Plank is on one seat, and Johnny's at another, and there's like six between them. And then every time somebody walks by, they're one step closer. closer. And somehow Plank is moving closer closer too. too. And it's so fucking funny. It's like some kind of like moth. Dude, like school dance kind of shit, which, by the way, there is a school dance episode of this where I, the only thing I remember of it at the end, Ed gets the fucking pig's phone number. Mm. He gets Rolf's pig's phone um, number Harriet. at the end of it. Yes, dude. Har- it's Harriet so good. <laughs> oh, my God. I always pegged Ed as more into Victor the Goat. I wasn't even... I, wasn't, <laughs> I was going for pigs. Victor Wait, the Goat. I love they have names. Ming's bringing a, bu- a, a bunch of scenes up. Click the one in the middle with Johnny with white hair and the sungglasses. Dude, yeah, that's yeah. the end of that one episode where I'm he just, my like, jams. He's like, yeah. Yeah. And he's dancing disco as fuck, dude. Swinging his like, shirt around his head. As, as Pixie Stan style or some shit like that. Yeah. He, says some, he says another abstract word that no kid's gonna understand and ed does the perfect fucking worm he does the worm yeah he yeah. does a perfect worm dude that, that episode just ends with all of them dancing together and that is wholesome too and he has a line moments, there man. he's like uh he's like uh if you if at first you can't succeed show off and it's <laughs> fucking the perfect Eddie he wanted line, them dude. to go away and leave yeah. him alone and 100%. he's like you know what he's trying to throw a cool party dance <laughs> Eddie's so insecure that he's like is, has to be the center of attention like mm-hmm. every episode yeah. and it's almost like delightfully it's, all, it's all his brother's fault because he's yeah. a dick yeah, yeah look at me look at me look at me yep yeah. but it's delightfully endearing because like when he's like uh you know, when everybody hates him, he actually does feel bad at some points. And he has like he has like little low subtle things that he does that he's like shows he's the good person. Like he always does take his shoes off when he goes to Double D's place. Like he's like, I'll take my shoes off. It's like, ah, I'm gonna psychologically torture you and make you do horrible things with me, but I'll take my <laughs> shoes off out of respect for your weird culture. And <laughs> he makes them wear the bunny slippers. <laughs> he makes them wear the bunny slippers in the house. Oh, uh, dude, do you remember uh the static shock scene? So oh. Ed being forced to wear the bunny slippers, shuffles on some carpet, <laughs> touches somebody, a little shock. He goes, what? <laughs> Finds out about a static electricity. So what does he do? Full they did speed. that in Family Guy. Full speed. Boom, boom. He goes on the ceiling, the whole fucking room. <laughs> His eyebrow is pure electricity. And then he just like reaches out like... Double D, touch me, and just explodes the the fucking house. (laughs) You just see like an outward shot in the house, the back of the house blows out. Dude, it's (laughs) so good. He just is the most broken. He's the one punch man of cartoons. Do you remember when Eddie loses his voice? He can't talk the whole episode. Oh, yeah. He he gets a fly in his throat, and he's like ringing this bell to try and tell them what it is. That's a great episode. Okay, so there's a throwaway joke where he's like, all right, and he starts typing, like miming typing. I need something. And then like, Brof just hands him a piece of paper. And he's like, all right, yeah. And he's like, starts doing this, like, I need something to write with. And Rolf just hands him an ear corn. Uh, <laughs> and he just, he's like, he's like, all right, thank you. And he starts writing with the corn. And he's like, <laughs> so good. Like, Rolf had so many like animals. So that were, there were only sixteen characters in this entire fucking <laughs> yeah. show, and that's including Plank and all of the named characters mm. that Rolf uh, named animals that Rolf had. There was definitely like a named chicken that Ed was in love with. <laughs> Even when they went to I school, love the chickens, Eddies. It was just them. Yeah, yeah. there was no adults. No, which is kind of weird because the cankers are all of a sudden in the same grade as like Sarah and Jimmy. But fuck it, I don't <laughs> Dude, care. Which, the cankers the definitely way, were older, right? Ironically, like, they're all eighth grade. No, I feel There's like the no cankers way. should have been older than them. Uh, I feel that too. You know, sure. they're yeah. like making them sandwiches. It's like, come on in, boys. Yeah. Like, I you feel know? like the three eights are like, I would say like, yeah, maybe seventh, eighth grade. I feel like the cankers are like freshmen in high school. Yeah. 
Yeah. And Sarah. They're definitely and, like the mature older chicks like, trying to bang all the time. Taller, it's you know? Yeah. One thing I love about too in this show is that the characters are so, so distinctly designed from oh, each other yeah. that even when they're silhouetted, you can tell who's who. All the coloration. You yep. Look at Rolf. He's so distinct. Yeah. Like his neck. Dude, do you remember uh, the episode with like the the animal everything and like Ed touches a, b- a bunny and just has the ultimate allergic reaction to all of it? He has allergies to fucking everything. He gets like purple spots on him, like yeah. but the bunnies just like explode his entire body into this giant puff. It's fucking great. All the scams that they did always backfired for one ridiculous reason or another, and it was also good. They had the world's biggest stink bomb. Yes. <laughs> that was a great Oh my god, right? The, the, garage, the, the garage opened up uh-huh. and it just starts floating out oh, into the to, town. To the ether, yeah. <laughs> they made a fu- it was a, a Canadian atomic bomb basically. It basically was. <laughs> they it, it, they were they went pure terrorist, which after a post 9/11, you know, time period, it seems a little insensitive. Really, I feel like this show should be canceled sooner. Relax. Fuck your poop, dude. It was a stink bomb, dude. Like, <laughs> let's calm. That's so good. <laughs> they go to school that I, I I'm impressed with how they transferred over from, yeah, from one thing really to another. Thing. It was still good. It was still a good show. Dude. Yeah, and they still managed to not show any adults. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Uh, the best you got was like arms. Yeah, yeah. Which after They're seeing like, Eddie's, hand them something. Eddie's dad's arm in the one episode. Jesus Christ! No wonder Eddie's brother is an asshole. I can only yeah. imagine what that guy the did. Whoopings that they got. It was just the most jacked, hairy arm you've ever seen. Yeah, it was like a trucker. Still like- though, still though, Eddie's room was pretty dope. Yeah, like it, his it's, basement. It's it's like just under. Uh, Arnold's room as far as like cool factor and just like randomness that you wanted as a kid. <laughs> Arnold's room is untouchable. Untouchable for sure. He had an alarm clock that was shaped like him that said, hey Arnold. He had a hey remote Arnold. that popped out a couch. He's it not popped out a couch. He had a skylight and And if you fish. really wanted to, you sit on that couch, click the remote, go in the back and start growing weed in that alcove. Yeah. Fuck Grandpa was Smoke all that. the weed you want, Arnold. It won't bring your parents back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They found them actually know, in the movie, and, and it was super, super anticlimactic. I, know. I woke up after an eighteen-year-old year coma. Hey, Arnold. Yeah, mm. <laughs> you just recognize this child as your son after fucking God knows how many years. Weak. You don't wake up I mean, and look at your wife and go, "What reckon- the fuck happened to you?" You're not gonna not recognize the shape of that fucking head. That lady passed that. <laughs> she is not forgetting that pain. I feel like that's an easier passage of you yeah, get it the not right if way. it comes yeah, out the yeah, wrong way. You man. gotta I mean, get him sure sideways. She, sure, she needs kegels. She, no, no, no. You gotta get him sideways. No, no, no. She birthed no, no. that kid in a plane on the jungle. If anything, they were not in a hospital. That, that there's no way that didn't pass the wrong way. They were so comically capable. They were both yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah, like, they were. <laughs> They're Dude. like Indiana Jones in an educational game for second graders. <laughs> hey, Arnold, let's Indi- learn about math. Indiana Jones smashed with Carmen Sandiego into this awful amalgamation of oh crap. <laughs> Dude, Ming's got this thing up on the screen. Uh, remember the, uh, what was it oh, called? Oh, the, the Scouts. The, the Rangers. Scouts the, the, uh, the Urban Rangers. Rangers. Their, oh, right. their, their salute was the fucking L on their forehead because they were and losers. Ed can't do they it. They couldn't get a fucking badge. Ed can't do it. No, none of them can do it right they except for Double couldn't get a goddamn badge. <laughs> I mean, what I see on the screen is not Urban Rangers. This looks like gang members to me. <laughs> They're making straight signs, bloods. Bro. Yeah, straight bloods. Red bandanas, gang signs. Wait, can we use that for the Ed's the Albanian. Yeah. It's got to be perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I will use that. Which Ed and, Eddie, Ed and Eddie character are you based on your Zodiac? I'm going to be finding out later. <laughs> I swear to God if I'm Jimmy. I swear to fucking God if I'm Jimmy. Enter your social security sw- number. <laughs> What's your birthday? Mother's maiden Joke's name. Joke's on you. My social security was already used by my dad. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm definitely plank. God damn. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> I'm Eddie... Fuck, dude. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I do, do really love money and jawbreakers. Oh, fuck. I'm Jimmy. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Who made this? Who made this fucking list? I'm John, gonna, John Marie. Okay. John's birthday is coming up in like three months. Cool. Your Marie. Marie is dope. She's the yeah. edge lord. She is the goth chick of this who, show. Who made this list? Call me Jimmy. I'm going to flip you like an omelet. <laughs> I'm going to flip you like an omelet. No, she was, uh, Marie's the low-key, like, uh, scene trailer trash girl. Yeah. She, she dug at, uh, Double D. Yeah. Right? Yeah, she was the one into Double D. Double D pulls. And then and May was into Ed. Mm. Dude, that by one the makes way, sense. I've seen a few scenes of May. She is smarter, as smart as Double D. 
She really? knows she knows like chemistry and like knows how she's like I created a uh, the perfect bathroom desmellifier smell like whatever the fuck spray it was. She like created a like a you scent. Poopery? Yeah, basically created poopery. Holy That's shit. what she did. Actually, she's like uh, she's Ed Ed Eddie's version of Helga from Hey Arnold. Actually, blonde, little bit, yeah. We just mentioned Hey Arnold before. Now I'm seeing yep. the relation. Can we talk about the fucking jawbreakers in this show? Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, the craziest thing I found out when I was like looking up random facts is every character has a different colored tongue based on their favorite flavor of jawbreaker. I'm going to read some flavors what of jawbreakers legend. right now. Chernobyl! Anchovy paste. Ooh. Bubblegum. Okay. Candied beets. Okay. Buttered toast. Yes. I can only imagine who likes that one. Crayon Buttered taco. Toast. Okay. I mean... Chunky Puffs. Dude, there was one episode where they sh- they were outside the window of the Jawbreaker, sh- the candy shop, and the- all of the fucking Jawbreakers were based on where they were came from. So mm. There was one from China. There was one from, like, all these different countries. Chernobyl. I don't think it was well, a one shop. One of them was Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a shop. I think it was Kevin's Garage because his dad got a job at the Jawbreaker. That's factory. right, No, dude. no, they were remembering They were remembering how they ended up in Johnny's Wall, and Eddie tell- starts telling the story, and he's like, I was on my way to my Jawbreaker bank, and he's wearing his... Uh, Fucking white suit with the yeah. cane, and he's just, it's like the all, all of them tell a different version of the story. The Colonel Sanders are jawbreakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I walk through my meager estate, and it's like this winding road through all these statues of Eddie with jawbreakers and shit. It's so great. Good. I gotta go back and watch that one because I want to uh, know what Ed, Ed, Ed put into that story. There's gravy it flavored. Had to be all oh, gravy Wait, flavored. Mm-hmm. All, all this crazy scams just because uh, they can't even get a quarter for. Um, they wanted some candy. They couldn't get a. Yeah. They couldn't get a quarter for candy. The point of this is that socialism doesn't work, Canada. <laughs> I mean, that's what this really boils down to. You, you maple syrup monkeys. You, <laughs> you maple syrup monkeys. <laughs> Why don't you have some poutine? Why don't you have some gravy on In your? Jersey we have better poutine. It's called disco fries, motherfuckers. And pork roll or Taylor uh, ham, depending on which. Look, it is Taylor ham. Like you guys can debate. Sucks, you guys can debate uh, Quebec or Quebec. We de- debate pork Quebec, roll or Taylor ham. We'll either fight way, over Quebec, it. Either way, we're all trash. But the point is, you're trash with healthcare. Wait, who's the winner here? God uh, damn it! <laughs> That's how those kids can constantly get hurt. They have. The, they can just go yeah. to the doctor. Dude, I'm I free. <laughs> I am free. I'm, I'm free. I'm free to own a gun. <laughs> I'm way free too to own a gun. Way too easy. And not get health care. Uh, I'm free to own a gun, but not free enough to get treatment for it if I accidentally discharge myself. Gotta fucking sell bullets, man. (laughs) God damn. Just let your medical bills go to collections. They'll call you and say, hey, you have a medical bill that you need to pay. And you'll be like, what is the medical bill for? No, seriously. And then they can't tell you because it's a HIPAA violation. And you say, that's not mine. And congratulations, free health care. If you're under 18. If you're under 18 and you're listening right now, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Get the fuck out of here. Actually, these are marks explicit. Get out. That just made me think. Now, yeah, the the American version of it, yeah, you just get bullets for quarters honestly <laughs> honestly they'd be worth it no if honestly the way that what cul-de-sac is built and Chocolate looks cheeseburgers what? that cul-de-sac looks like it's in florida hmm. a li- like it looks like it belongs in like a suburb of orlando i'll are, say are Eddie, you about the outline houses yeah. like, <laughs> what that means i don't it's, it's i'll say curtain. eddie looks like he belongs in florida mm-hmm. yeah. scamming the fuck out of people for with sure. that leopard print fucking yeah. speedo oh yeah yeah that that oh, screams yeah. florida to me because yeah. if i ever met a canadian who looked like that i'd be like hey buddy are you a little lost or something he's a little confused he's a little confused <laughs> dude i uh what you do i i, I went to canada Jesus once Christ. for a music festival it was the best music festival i ever went to but uh i, I was smoking a joint and i uh, as i got off the fucking train because people were like yeah let's just fly it right now and i turned the corner and dead stared a cop with the joint right here being lit (laughs) and he goes hey it's 2015 but it was not even close to legal in the states yet and he goes hey put that out that was it that was it (laughs) that was the entire reprimanding i got put it out he's like hey put it out i'm like you got it. You immediately went up to the streets, fucking lit, lit it again. up again. If I ever saw a Canadian cop give me orders, I'd be like, aww, <laughs> you're oh, adorable. You're cute. You don't murder your people, so it's It's fine. like if I bumped into a Canadian gang member and he's like, watch it. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I'll give you something to be sorry about. Aww. <laughs> that's so cute. Come that, here, say, say, that, that, say that again. That's funny. Have you say ever seen a gun? <laughs> like, do you know what a gun looks like? <laughs> They're kind of heavy. Did you realize that? No, because you never had one. <laughs> you want to go out for a dart, buddy? <laughs> yeah, a darty party. 
<laughs> God damn you, Letter Kenny. Well, yeah, well, I love Letter Kenny. Fuck uh, off. I nope. <laughs> Even if it even if it inspires a show I make, I still hate it. Yeah, well, I still don't like it. I tried to get KP Burke to watch that show, and he watched one episode. Nah, I don't get it, buddy. But it was like a later season, and he's yeah. like, "Dude, I fucking hate this show." I'm like, "I get it. I get it completely, man." I thought he said, "I just don't get it." Like, no, he no, he got it completely. He's like, "It's just terrible." I'm like, "Yeah, no, I get it and completely." Uh, They're a little bit into themselves, <sighs> you know? dude. Ed and Eddie was a fire hit. I'm so I'm surprised it, it took us long, this, this long to get to it. But dude, BJ, yes. thank a, you for coming out. A beloved, of course. Show. absolutely, a show full of heart with game spinoffs and a movie. And for TV. the record, in that game, you see Double D without his hat. Danny Antonucci did not approve of that. Nope. You will never see his hat unless we get a feature fucking movie for Ed, Ed, and Eddie. So put that in the universe. Hashtag the fuck out of it. We need the Ed, Ed, and Ed, Eddie universe uh, no, I think to Danny reboot Antonucci. for a movie to get all of the mysteries out there, including what the fuck is under that hat. We need that. I I disagree with you. I want I to know. I think it's perfect. I think it is fucking I perfect. I love the mystery The way of it. they did it. And how enigmatic every character is, and they all have their own backstories. And Sarah's diary, and Rolf's homeland, and oh, Kevin's bike, so good. and Nas. I, I don't know anything about Nas. No, they no, keep her. They she, did not do her, anything with her. Her personality was, "I'm the girl. I'm the girl. I'm the good-looking girl, Cute not the girl, annoying loud not girl, not Sarah." Yeah. Yeah, I'm the good looking. They could have done. They could have done more with Nas. Yeah. I could find girls that look like Nas in Asbury Park. I don't need to fucking like yeah. thirst over her. Her, her and Kevin know. were experimenting in eighth grade. It's like just how it is. <laughs> Spin the bottle. Let's they were. Way more they were. The they were quote unquote. They were definitely. They were together, like, together, but like the, yeah, whatever. But they're in eighth grade. They're yeah. together they're in the like, same way that Velma and Shaggy were together yeah, right. at some yeah, point. Yeah, like, exactly. Doesn't really count. They made that canon in one of the Scooby Doo iterations, but. There's a lot of those. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Real quick. I think the first time I ever um, heard about Ed and Eddie was actually on a VHS tape. There was an ad for Ed and Eddie on the VHS for Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Jesus Christ. I'm so old. I still, I remember watching that back in, like, 98, seeing that ad. Uh, milestone for Scooby Doo. Did you guys ever get a free VHS in your mailbox and it was for Cubics? No. Robots for everyone? No, I, I wish I did. I did I get that. Cubics. I got I the pilot got of Cubics. Cubics, dude. Cubics was dope. You I got the fucking, all the toys. What was it, Burger King that all the Cubics yeah, toys? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Cubics my God. We're going to bros out the fuck out of Cubics. Cubics, you come bro. Back on that was like you fucking want, like Robots a, for everyone. Like Absolutely. Gundam meets reboot for kids. It was so yeah. fun. There the hell the robots everywhere. Oh, my God. Great. The, uh, the horrific animation by today's standards, but still. way better, way better than Roly Poly. It was from 2001. You remember Roly Poly? Nobody fucking uh, cares. It's, uh, it's up on the screen. I'm not that good at cartoons. Oh my Dude. god! Wow, <laughs> this was a long time Jesus ago. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it was. yeah it he, he was. looks like an action. Those are some... He looks like the Polar Express downgraded. And yeah, the Polar are... Express is notorious for being really CGI. If I, if I saw this ad, I'd be like, "Wow, the Dreamcast looks like it's gonna be amazing." Oh no! Why isn't it Dreamcast? on the screen. He's in the back there. He's in the corner there. That's on the box of the VHS. Cubics is the most important part of it. It's the Uh. name of the show. Yeah, who would buy this box with those creepy-ass kids on the cover? Yeah. With his arms out like this. This is the worst iteration of Akira I've ever seen. The coolest thing about (laughs) Cubics was that all the cubes would separate and turn into different forms. Man. He was a jet engine. He was a gun. Whatever the fuck you want to I'm just glad to see that Sid from Toy Story really changed his ways. (laughs) (laughs) False. In Toy Story 3, he's a garbage man. (laughs) They get a pension, man. Yeah, What was Andy doing? (laughs) Going to college like a schmuck. (laughs) Uh, $80,000 later. Anyways. VJ. Killer thank episode. Hell Thanks yes. for coming on. Of course. Thank you guys for having Do you have any shows Pl- coming uh, Plug your Instagram and everything. Where are they going to find plug you me your all goodness. your reels and everything? Okay. Everything everything social media wise is uh, at VJ Preziosi Comedy. I have Spell a- that fucking last name because I have no idea. Mm. Uh, P-R-E-Z- I-O-S-I. You know the Perfect. title of the episode is going to say featuring and then his name. I got to do better at that yeah. part because I keep forgetting <laughs> that. I put it in the bio. This is whatever. for a series of listeners. Anyways. Yeah, perfect. And uh, <laughs> I got uh, I got a couple shows in December. I got one, New York, uh, something, Shepherd's Brewing, uh, fucking December 9th, I think. 
Uh, trying to, I should have pulled this up beforehand. It's okay. That's fine. As long as we can find you on Instagram and uh, you, you have TikToks and everything like that, that everybody follow VJ. He's a fucking killer comic. He's fire with the reels. The, he's all over. Just keep following him. He's gonna be big. Just don't follow me if you're Albanian. I'm, I don't appreciate <laughs> you flat-headed monsters. I'm doing a, I'm doing a private. We all love Ed and his possible Albanian. Watch I, out, man. I, they I, can tear you apart. I'm <laughs> actually doing a private gig for Albanians next month. And I, I, I did one before. And um, with my but I don't know if you guys know Basim Tanuzi. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me and him, we did this Albanian show with a bunch of other comics. We're the only two they wanted back for a second show because we, <laughs> we, we, we threw out our material and made fun of them for 10 minutes. Oh, that's, that's they love it. So yeah. good. Good stuff, So I feel man. like this is actually, this private gig is actually a, a grand scheme for me to lose a kidney and wake up in a bathtub full of ice. But you know what? Bring it on. I'm not scared of you fucking people. Yeah. I'm part <laughs> Irish. If Liam Neeson can take you in old age, I can take you now in my prime. And if this is my prime. That's pretty depressing. <laughs> What's Listen, a kidney man. versus 10 minutes of crowd work? Man? <laughs> Come on, I need well, stage do, time. Baby. I'm actually doing a half hour. So oh, 30 oh, minutes of crowd shit, work. Dude. Uh, I want to be there, but I'm not Albanian. All right. Um, yeah, I, did, I did my longest feature set recently, and it was like 25 minutes, and I left out a lot. I'm like, holy shit, I have Wait, more than a half Wait, can you set up a camera? Let's go. Yeah, of course. You record your shit? I'll record. Always, I want to see yeah. it. I want to see you make fun of the Albanians. Well, it's going to be, the way it's going to be structured, it's going to be me doing 30 30 minutes, Basim doing 30 minutes, and then we're gonna do 10 minutes of bumping mic style roasting each other. That's I love it. That's great. That could be a special. And what day is this? God damn. Uh, December 17th, I think. Sick. Yeah. So we'll have the I pirate cut. There. You have to message me on Instagram if you Absolutely. want. And I'll get it from VJ. John, what you got going on? Uh, I'm in a band now. Yeah. Um, uh, December 15th, we're playing at Mercury Lounge in New York. 12, uh, December 18th, we're playing at Bond Street in Asbury, I think. Love it. Right. And on the 30th, for New Year's Eve, we're playing at the Yacht Club, Asbury Park Yacht Club. Nice, dude. Yeah. New Year's Eve show. I'm going to fucking go out for and that. I'll play some trumpet. Let's go. And, uh... Okay. Yeah. Instagram, what's your... Where, where are they going to um, be? John B. Croft Snacks. Yeah. I didn't bring any snacks this time. I'm sorry. Okay. I just changed your handle. John B. Croft is a snack. All right. Oh, Ooh. he is, though. Look at them handsome <laughs> flowing locks. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm Joe Weber. Does jokes on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club. We got a lot of big names. We got Kurt Metzger, Rich Voss, uh, Modi, and Mike Cannon. Actually, referenced in this episode a whole bunch. Yeah, uh, coming up, up throughout Cannon. all of uh, December. So, and then uh, Joe Fernandez, uh, uh, December 28th. I'm definitely going to be on that show. So, because Joe Fernandez is one of my best friends in comedy. Um, definitely come out for that show, uh, UncleFinnysComedyClub.com for more information on that. And real quick, just so I can get the date right, December 9th is the New York show. December oh, yeah. 9th? It took me so long to find the fucking flyer. Nine! Please, okay. pray to Evil Tim for the crows to come. <laughs> they will be here soon. And beer burp. And oh, I, I can't wait to get dinner after this. I'm thinking butter toast. Oh, <laughs> I had a butter roll yesterday. I thought about this episode exclusively. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much, VJ, for coming on for Ed and Eddie. This has been Comics, Cartoons, and Craft Beers. I'm Joe Weber. I'm John And as always, stay tuned. <laughs> my horse like